Hey mama, are you stuck in the never-ending cycle of overwhelm, constantly questioning your ability as a mom and searching for ways to not feel so alone? My name is Sydney Crow, and I am the mom empowerment coach. As a certified mindset and mental wellness coach, international best-selling co-author, and mama of two, I'm here to share my personal experience and connect with other moms to build a community and help you conquer the chaos one day at a time. Welcome to Conquering Chaos, a mom's guide to self-care and sanity. I'm your host, Sydney Crow, and today's guest is Melissa Rolfs from Arizona. Melissa, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you, Sydney. Awesome. I'm so excited for the listeners to hear a bit more about your story. So why don't you tell us about what a holistic health and life coach is and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I specialize in helping teenage girls and women find freedom with the struggle with food. And so many times we think it's just the food that we struggle with, but there's more to it than that. We have habits around food. We have relationship with food. We have memories with food. And so it's really digging deep and figuring out what the root cause is and working with that. And so that's a little bit of what I do as a holistic health life coach. Amazing. And tell us a little bit about what got you started in that. You had a bit of a tumultuous journey with food yourself. So I'm assuming that as most coaches, we usually begin with our own journey. You're nodding. So why don't you share a little (laughs) bit about that? Yeah, 100%. So I remember being eight and hiding like cookies and pop tarts and just sugary foods in my room as a little girl, because it was a coping mechanism for me to kind of handle some overwhelm and some stress and some things happening in the house that I wasn't in control of. And so food kind of became how I handled it. And that carried throughout high school, throughout college into marriage, into motherhood. And then finally, after we had both of our kids, I was like, you know what, enough is enough. I need to get this figured out. I need to stop turning to food. And so that really began my journey on holistic healing. There was coaching involved. There was therapy involved. There was a naturopath involved. It was the whole process. But through that, I found freedom and really figured out how to heal from what was holding me back and why I was going to food in the first place. That's a really powerful story. And I mean, now having a daughter of your own, I'm sure it's, it's funny how we're always willing to do more for our kids. And so the fact that it was, you know, motherhood that prompted you to dig deep and start on this healing journey, you know, it's a powerful story, but now you're learning how to fill your cup first and that's allowing you to pour more into others. So, um, you mentioned that your son is a strong willed blessing. I have one of those myself. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about that and how maybe your coaching experience has played into helping you with those struggles. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That, that just sums it up really well. <laughs> you know, I keep, we keep joking. We're like, you know what, this is going to be used for so much good one day. You're going to make a wonderful attorney or salesperson. You'll really have this effect on people because you're so persistent and so passionate. And so I think for me, the coaching has really helped because like you said, I've been able to care for myself and I come into parenting, especially with him from a place of wholeness and being nourished and well-rested and being curious. I think before I started on my journey, I was really angry and really quick to snap and just kind of lose it. And that doesn't serve anybody. So for me to be able to step back and be a little bit more mindful, pause before I speak, be slow to listen, you know, quick to wait, quick to speak. What is the word? I don't even know. Anyway, there's some verse. It's like, be slow to anger, quick. to I don't know. I'll figure it out and send it to you later. But I think that that has really helped me just to be more mindful in the moment instead of just going off. I don't take it personally. I know that he's not like trying to make me mad. He's just 
showing himself in his own way. And so I kind of have to come alongside and and channel it appropriately. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Absolutely. It's amazing how, when we can learn how to just like pause a little bit and respond instead of that gut reaction. I had a very similar story with that, um, where I just would, those knee jerk reactions. And it wasn't until I started to fill my own cup, get my gut health under control, get my anxiety, which then led to getting my anxiety and my depression under control. You know, it's amazing that connection between our gut and our brain and the gut brain axis and how it works so synergistically together. But when it's out of balance, we are so quick to just react to things and it like our brain just doesn't even give us a second to think things through. And so you deal a lot with nutrition, whole foods, things like that. Those are all important parts to gut health. Tell us a little bit about maybe what your favorite tips are in terms of nutrition or gut health and how that plays such an impactful role on your motherhood journey. Yeah, well, it changed everything for me. I mean, you know, the thing I didn't mention, Sydney, was that part of my journey was getting diagnosed with PTSD from childhood trauma. And so that's where the coaching came in. That's where the therapy came in. That's where the naturopath came in. And that was the first time ever I learned about the impact of minerals and supplements and nutrition on health beyond just weight. So for so many years, I only associated food with weight. I didn't associate it with energy and gut health and mood and and living life fully, right? And so I think that was kind of my wake up call. And so I guess I just wanna share that food matters, like what you put in your body matters. It affects your overall health. It affects your your brain clarity. If you have brain fog or if your brain is clear, it affects your energy, it affects your mood. It affects so much of your motherhood journey. And I think so many of us are so used to just picking the crumbs off of our kids' plates and saying, oh, we'll get by, or we're trying to lose weight, so we're not eating and that's, just not healthy from like any perspective. It's not really allowing you to show up and be your best self. A hundred percent. It was a huge learning curve too. And I think a lot of people in our generation has associated with like the diet culture where it's, oh, we want to be a specific body weight or body shape. And, you know, it's all about the number on the scale. But at the end of the day, you know, our muscle mass matters. What, like you said, what we're putting in our body affects so many other systems, right? It's not just food equals weight. It's the types of food that we're eating. It's Are we having enough energy to get to the gym or do some sort of exercise? Like for years, I knew as a mom that I wanted to, you know, lose the baby weight, but also I was very athletic my entire life. So then all of a sudden losing that ability from, you know, playing hockey until I was two and a half, three months pregnant with my first daughter to not then having the time to get back on the ice and trying to find things that would fit into my lifestyle, you know, mentally, it was like, I know I need to start working out. I know I need to eat right. But I was so in like the brain fog and just low energy that it was just like, oh, well, maybe I'll get there tomorrow or maybe I'll eat healthier tomorrow. And there's so many things like both of us are in North America. Our standard American diet is so, so bad, (laughs) right? Big thumbs down for that. Um, And it really does affect all of the other systems in our body, right? You see things like we're seeing more, more mental health issues than ever before. We're seeing more, you know, 
diabetes and diseases than ever before. We're seeing more prescription medications than ever before. I mean, like the list goes on and on and on, but really when it comes down to it, if we can fill our body with whole foods and get a little bit of sunlight and get a little bit of exercise every single day, then we are going to be better for it in the long run, which is incredible that so many people are still fixated on the scale for me. And I'm sure you deal with this all the time with your clients. 100%. And I think too, like for me, Sydney, what really opened my eyes was it's like, if food is affecting me this much, how is it affecting my kids? You know, you look at the products that are marketed towards kids and they've got the dyes and the high fructose corn syrup and all of the stuff that is not serving any nutritional value at all. Like, why are they marketing those products towards our kids? And if you think about like where I was, sounds very similar to where you were, right? Like exhausted just didn't have the energy to do anything. And my kids were living off of that. Like that was affecting their mood too. So we've got to think about food beyond just weight and size because it's so much more, not only for ourselves, but for our kids. Absolutely. I mean, my daughter was diagnosed with um, a rare genetic disorder called Weidman-Steiner syndrome and a hundred percent changing her diet has helped with the symptoms of that. So, I mean, we just had Halloween here. My kids get Skittles is one of the big ones. And I'm going to name names here because they are a huge culprit. And you look at other countries like the UK, where the red dye in that is completely different to what they're serving here in North America. And then you think like, okay, well, California has just recently banned those products, but it's going to take three years to phase them out. And I'm like, why is something going to take three years when they already have the product made for other countries? Like, it's just mind blowing to me that they're willing to still put these things on on the shelves and our kids are, you know, consuming them. So my kids don't eat Skittles. I'm throwing that out there. (laughs) They know better because I'm educating them. And that's the power of this is that we need to do better so that they can do better right? We need to educate the younger generations on what they're putting in their body, because that's just not how we were raised. And that's okay. But now that we know better, we need to do better. 100%. Well, is there any other advice or tips that you would like to share for the moms out there listening today? Gosh, I just want them to know, like, I think there is this notion in society that if you take care of yourself, you are selfish. And I think that is just the biggest lie that I have ever heard (laughs) because the fact of the matter is when I started taking care of myself and I heard the same with you when you started taking care of yourself and acknowledging that you matter that that you were worth taking care of it allows you to show up as a better wife as a better mom and you can really be who you want to be and who your kids deserve you to be so I think we just need to break away from that mindset that oh it's selfish to go to the gym or it's selfish to eat this when it makes me feel really good. Or I think we just need to break all of those notions because they're not serving us at all. A hundred percent. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, I can't, I've often found saying there's a reason why when an airplane is going down, they tell us to put our oxygen mask on first. And, you know, it's really insightful, especially I have two daughters. I know you have a daughter and a son, but like, And it's important for both, but I think women have been raised to be such people pleasers and be the good girl and sure manners and all of that are very important, but not at the detriment to our well-being and our self-care and being able to lead by example for our children is so powerful because that's going to give them the permission. And I think that's the big thing. Like I said this on another interview where I feel like should needs to be stricken from the English language because that word puts so much pressure on us. 
And we need to understand that as long as we're happy and our cup is full, it's not selfish, like you said, and there's nothing out there that we need to be doing that or that we should be doing is when it doesn't feel authentic to ourselves. So thank you so much for sharing that last tip. I'm so grateful that you were able to be here on the show today. Thank you for all of you tuning in where we help you conquer the chaos one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Conquering Chaos. I'm so glad you did. If you love this episode, take a screenshot right now and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me. If you're ready to gain more clarity around the chaos and invest in the support to make it happen, use the link in the show notes to book your free clarity call with me. Are you loving the podcast? If so, make sure you've subscribed and leave a review so that we can help more moms conquer the chaos one day at a time.